the Mark West Sports Podcast. Hi, it's the Mark West Sports Podcast. We're back. In effect. Giving you that real sports talk from that Dade County. You know, in effect, you see the background. You see, you know, we on the we on the big screens over there. The <laughs> big screens big over there at Hard Rock Stadium and at FTX Arena over there, representing our two favorite professional sports teams. And Dolphins, man. Dolphins, uh, I don't know what is the next step for the Dolphins. Uh, but we'll see. I think Wes got something you want to get off his chest about the Dolphins. Maybe, oh, man, um, definitely. Do you have something you want to say about Dolphins or not? Of what course. You got? What you got? Man, <laughs> like, uh, of course, we got to start off with the Dolphins. Nah, man, you, 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 I'm surprised you didn't just go into it because you already know, man, the Dolphins is making good moves right now. Like, come on, they done hired who? Patrick Sertan. Oh, yeah. Sertan and yes. who? Sam Madison. Yes. And who? Yes, yes. Wes Welker. Yes, Wes, like Westerdomus. Wes Welker. <laughs> like, yo, come on, man. They hired three people that, that I feel are going to make um, the defense, one, keep clicking. And two, when it comes to this Pro Bowler Hall of Famer, um, raw receiver, slot receiver, he'll do good with Waddle, even though I don't think Waddle's going to be a slot receiver. Uh, I think I think he'll work um, well if they move him around like they already been doing, you know, sometimes on the outside, sometimes on the inside, sometimes they throw it backfield and they make him work and his magic. But just the plain fact, when it came to the defense, Sam Madison and Patrick Sir Tan, you feel me? Like, come on, for you to hide these two people, legends in Dade County, legends in... Yep. In Miami history, period. If you don't know, if you don't know them two people, then you have a problem. I, I'm, I'm over here like, what they gonna do next? They gonna hire, they gonna hire Zach Thomas. They gonna hire, they gonna hire uh, um, Daryl Gardner, Tim Bowens. Who are you gonna hire next? Brock <laughs> Marion. Hold up, over here, happy as shit. I'm like, yo, they hired these individuals, and I think that, um, for me, that head coach. Well, I mean, last time we had a podcast, we both didn't know what to expect from this coach. But so far, so good. So far, he's actually um, making some good coaching um, staff decisions. You know, you kept a lot of individuals from the defense. Um, but there's one thing that I don't like. Um, you know, they kept the defensive coordinator, Boyer. Um, I hear in the locker room, the, the, you know, the players is not happy with that decision to keep Boyer. Um, and when I remember when he was calling the plays, like, our defense was looking kind of suspect until Brian Flores had to take the helm again because, you know, he's a defensive-minded coach. Yeah. And that's when we started getting back to the defense that we that we knew we were. And now it's like one of, one of number one, number five defenses in the league, one of the people that um, – teams that you can't score on, you know. But when it was with Boyer, it was a problem. But besides that, everything else seemed Gucci for me. You feel me? So – um, what's your perspective on them actually um, hiring Sam Madison, Patrick Sertan, and Wes Welker? Not Wester Dumbass, <laughs> Wes Welker. <laughs> well, first, first off, I, I got to speak to Patrick Sertan because he has been a high school football coach for American Heritage for the past few years. 
and he's been dominating in that realm. I mean, he's sent five-star guys uh, to, you know, to college and the league with, you know, obviously his son and um, uh, Tyson Stevenson. I can't think of his name. I don't know why I can't think of his name right now, but it was another corner, another defensive back um, out of, it's going to come to me later, um, out of uh, American Heritage that he also sent to the league. So, and I experienced him, I, you know, just offhand. I mean, I, I, I still remember the first time that I spoke to him. I was a little starstruck. I'm not going to lie. I was just like, yo, I'm talking to Patrick Sertan, like, you know, a, a legend, like you said, you know, talking to him, talking to him about football, you know, just, you know, chopping it up, whatever, before, after the game or whatnot. And, you know, it, it's uh, it's going to be interesting what, what American Heritage does now or who they're going to go with because they he has helped build. He didn't win their first state title, but he took over um, and, you know, started to, you know, he continued that tradition. Um, he's been rumored to go to a coaching job every year. Every, every year is like, oh, he's going to go to college. For him to make the jump from high school to college, I mean, Wes, I mean, I understand he's past certain. I get that. But you were just saying about another coach who jumped from high school to, to, to the pros and how you didn't like that. I understand, again, that he's Pat Sertan. I get it. But and he's he's an all pro. He's a he's obviously a leader. It's not like he was a scrub. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he was just a guy on a football team. He was an all pro, uh, a pro bowler. He was at times the best corner in the game. Uh, Sam Madison next to him was like the best tandem in the league at the time. Um, that was like the best part of the Dolphins was Sam Madison and Patrick Sertan. Um, and I think Jason Taylor and Zach Thomas, who I do want to touch on on this podcast, was also on this same defense. You know what I'm saying? So Jason Taylor, yeah, I could I could see Jason Taylor also going to the Dolphins as well, maybe in a you know a, a small role at first. Uh, Sam Madison also was a high school coach at St. Uh, St. Thomas for a while. I don't know what he was doing last year or recently, but yeah, I like the, I like the, the names because they're big splash names, you know what I'm saying? Like names that everybody knows. Everybody knows who Wes Welker is. He possibly could be a hall of famer who knows. Uh, but he started with the dolphins originally before the evil empire just kind of warped his brain to come over there. And then he became, you know, even better than uh, than he was. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I like it. I'm not like doing backflips about it uh, because it all depends on the head coach and you know the players that you bring in. And because this is this is not like college for me uh, because college it's, it's it's more important that you get a coach you know or positions coach because because it's all about recruiting and it's all about developing these players from boys to men, basically. But these are already men. So what have you done on the professional level? I think Wes Welker was coming from San Francisco. I'm not sure. I know he was coaching before, uh, positions coach. Um, Sam Madison, I don't know if he's coached on, on the professional level. And I do not think Pat Satan has ever coached on a professional or even a college level. So the, the, the hires are kind of questionable to me just because of their lack of experience, but they make the fans like us excited because 
hey, these are names we know, you know what I'm saying? So, it, I mean, like, I, I'm a little indifferent about it. That's why I guess I, I it slipped my mind that it even happened. But Patrick Sertan is significant, like I said, because, you know, he's been in the game for a while. I've had conversations with Coach Sertan. I know him as Coach Sertan now, you know. I don't really, you know, address him as Pat Sertan because for years, American Heritage, his school, I covered probably the most in, in the time of me being back in, in this industry, like as much as I've been in it. So um, I'm happy for him. I'm happy. I know he's happy to be back in the pro game doing his thing. And I, I'm hoping for the best. That's all I can really say about it. Yeah, man. You know? I, I hear what you're saying, <laughs> you know, about um, me complaining about people jumping from um, high school to the NFL. I yeah. hear you, but like you said, you, these individuals they played the game. I don't think that I don't think that is going to be a big drop off for them to actually um, get these individuals. And I think it will work well because we got we got that tandem over here that's kind of similar, you know, with Xavier Howard and also with um, Byron Jones. You know, I mean, you can call them Sam Madison and Patrick Sertan. You know, Part so two. if you could go ahead and do that, I mean, we got Brock Marion. Who is that? Javon Holland. So. Um, it could it could make sense. It could work as far as them not having that, you know, that history for um, being a, a coach in the NFL. I, you know, I think it's because of how they look. They look like me and you. You know, it's funny how Wes Welker, you know, someone that doesn't look like us got a job way before these individuals that I think career speaks for themselves. You know, I mean, without Tom Brady, I don't know if Wes Welker is going to be the same individual. I mean. Right. I mean, um, the evil emperor are always plucking individuals from different teams and making it work with those slot receivers. So it's a good thing. Um, but but again, as far as um, with your stance on them not having that that history of um, coaching in, in, in the NFL, I think everybody everybody's or well, not so you, you know, because you see the individual all the time at at um American heritage. So you're not going to be starstruck. You know, me, I'm over here going crazy, you know, because I haven't had that rapport with him, you know, over the years. So your stance is, you know, in line. But as far as me, I'm like, it's because they black. They should have probably been head coaches or probably coaches on a coaching staff somewhere long time ago. I'm tired of hearing them on 560, you know, and they they know what they talking about when I'm hearing them, obviously. We've seen what they can do on the field. If I did done something at the highest level um, and I was one of the greats when I was doing it, I pr I'm pretty sure I could coach that. Um, it don't it don't take it's like giving somebody advice. If I've been here before, I could get, take you to the do exactly what I did. And you probably could get to where I was at, especially with the technology and the information that we have now with analytics. You can actually incorporate that on top of what I already done when I was in, in, in the NFL and you could probably succeed a lot more. So for me, great hire. Um, but again, time will tell because if they lose, then you're probably going to get a different Western Domus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I'm not going to say I'm wishing them the best, you know, hopefully they continue. Well, they'll bring the glory back to the Dolphins like when they play. But keeping it on the Dolphins, um, the Hall of Fame class was announced a couple of weeks ago. So I do want to address some concerns because I feel like Miami 
football got slapped in the face on that day with two programs, you know, two of our favorite programs. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the? First of all, Zach Thomas, since we're talking about the Dolphins, denied the Hall of Fame again. Again. Like, makes no sense because he's got better stats than Brian Urlacher, who got in like two years ago. Um, he had, I believe he had more tackles um, and more interceptions than, than a Brian Urlacher had. And for some reason, he's not, he's not in and Brian Urlacher is. I don't understand it at all. You got his boy, Jason Taylor, in there, you know, his, his partner in crime for, the, for those uh, seasons. And I don't know if Jason Taylor is as successful without uh, Zach Thomas or vice versa. You know, you got to have both of those guys in. Um, Zach Thomas could have played probably for longer if he didn't, you know, have concussion issues toward the end of his career, like a lot of linebackers do or any football player in general. So I think it's just a blatant slap in the face to Zach Thomas um, for, I mean, I don't know, maybe there's a lot of factors I'm sure that went into it. Yeah, the Dolphins really weren't that successful. I mean, during their whole career, Jason Taylor, Zach Thomas, I think they had one playoff win, maybe two playoff appearances, I believe. Um, How many so, Super Bowls did the Bears win? <laughs> like, right. I mean, the Super, they went to the Super Bowl once, but, once. you know, but whatever. Uh, you know, it just, it just doesn't make any sense why Zach Thomas is not in the Hall of Fame. It's an absolute travesty. He should definitely be in the Hall of Fame. He's one of the legends for that team, for our era. Um, I believe he was drafted by Jimmy Johnson, like a fourth, fifth rounder or something like that. So he was like a diamond in the rough that, you know, that was found and ended up to be, you know, fantastic as a player. So I'll let you comment on that first, and then we'll get to the other snubs. Yeah, man. I mean, but it's typical. Like, you saying, like, you don't know why. We know what it is. We <laughs> say it every time on this podcast. They hate us because of the weather. They hate us because of the beaches. They hate us because of the women. Like, there's no reason why. If you put Brian Erlacher and Zach Thomas, obviously, if you take the names away, obviously, you're going to go for Zach Thomas. But, of course, um, some people, you know, have – an issue with Zach Thomas. That's where I'm taking it now because I'm, and I'm like, how the guy is the quietest person in the world. I mean, he retired. You don't know where the hell he's at. He's related to um, Jason Taylor um, and, and um, by marriage and, and you know, Jason Taylor, Jason huh? Taylor divorce. They were Jason Taylor divorced, but they still family. Oh, damn. Sure. damn. Oh yeah. He was married to joy. Wasn't he? To joy. Not nah, joy's is uh, Jason Taylor's sister. He was married you know to Zach Thomas. He was married to Zach Thomas's sister. Oh, okay, okay, okay. There okay. we go. Regardless of the fact, and it's a good thing, you know, they, you know, um, that they still cool because I mean, I hear Jason Taylor always talk, um, talk him up, you know, like you know he deserve it, this, that, and the other. But yeah, travesty, man. Like, come on, man, y'all got to give this. Like me, I, I don't, I don't see. A lot of linebackers that was better than him at that time. I mean, you got the the Ray Lewis's and certain things like that. But Zach Thomas, when you speak in linebackers, he's one of the linebackers that I consider one of the greats. He was the guy for Miami. You had Junior Seau for the Chargers. You had Ray Lewis for the Ravens. You know, certain people are the face of that defense. And at that time, 
I don't remember it being Zach Thomas. Not Zach Thomas, but Jason Taylor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, it was Zach Thomas. It was the Sam Madisons. It was the Patrick Sertans, you know? Of course, we had Tim Bowens and Daryl Gardner in the middle. Trace Armstrong. You know what I'm saying? But the, yeah. who you recognize Trace really Armstrong. on that actual, huh? I said, you remember Trace Armstrong. Look at you. Come on, man. Like, you already <laughs> know. You already know. But for you to have those individuals on the team and, and, and um, Zach Thomas, not Zach Thomas, but Jason Taylor, Hall of Famer, but I remember... Zach Thomas always tackling. He's a tackling machine. Tackling so for machine. you not, to, yeah, for you not to go ahead and give give him his 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 flowers while he's young and alive, you know, it, it just makes no sense to me. You know, I don't have no real um, evidence besides the weather, the beaches, and the women. Like, come on, it, it, like, why are you hating on this dude? You feel what I'm saying? And matter of fact, this draft, this um Hall of Fame class, I thought he was gonna get in um probably this year because it didn't have that many names that popped out to you like all right you know when you got like people yeah. like um Peyton Manning and certain right. individuals like that you're like all right that's already one slot that's already gone you know what I'm saying yeah yeah you, I'm like I'm like duh like what's going on like I don't even remember the other individuals that's on there I think I think I, I'm seeing Andre Johnson you know um he as was one of like the nominee like a nominee and they snubbing him too because of shop i'm like how are we what are we doing over here it's <laughs> like they can't recognize the greats you know what i'm yeah. saying like hey it is what it is i think it's a popularity contest now um and if you're associated with anything miami they're not gonna give you the credit like yo yeah i mean i i, I agree with you with that i think brian a, a player like brian erlacher was probably a little bit more popular maybe had more commercial deals i don't know but I just pulled up his stats, Zach Thomas, five-time All-Pro, no, five-time first-team All-Pro, two-time second-team All-Pro, seven-time Pro Bowler, two-time NFL Linebacker of the Year, AFC Defensive Rookie of the Year, so he was been doing it since his rookie year, two-time NFL Tackles Leader, and he was named to the NFL 2000s All-Decade Team. Like, you put that up against anybody else. I mean, come on. Like, you telling me there's whoever they put in the hall this time is better than that? What, what I just named? The only thing missing is, like, a Super Bowl ring. And that wasn't going to happen with Jay Fiedler. <laughs> it just wasn't going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love Jay Fiedler. We all love him. But it just wasn't going to happen. And Chad Pennington, same thing. Love Chad Pennington. But these were, like game managers like you know who needed a superstar to help them win and then we just never got them whatever but yeah that's enough i want to say about zach thomas now i want to snub talk about the snubs for the hurricanes why is devin hester not in the hall of fame bro like come on like you are the best player at your position of all time there's no question about it no question about it kick returners change the game like if if you know that's a that's a kick returner like Devin Hester, they kick away from you. Sometimes they kick it out of bounds, and and then the other team has to start at the forty just because they're so scared of the dude taking it back for a touchdown. Punts the same way, all-time leader in return touchdowns ever. He had a hundred and seven yarder on a field goal return uh, touchdown. I mean, and he's been doing it since the U. We know about it. We've seen it ever since Miami. Um. 
for him not to be a first ballot Hall of Famer is also a tragedy. This is the this was the opportunity for him to be a first ballot a Hall of Famer. I think he eventually gets in, but like if you're the best player at your position ever, there's only a few players that can come to mind that I, I can think of that were great at kick returns, but they were great at other things too, like Dion. You know what I'm saying? Or or and Charles, Woodson, even or Charles Woodson. Mm-hmm. You know, but they they even those in, uh, players didn't have the return game as a Devin Hester. Devin Hester, if you have if you if there's anybody young that's watching this, go pull up Devin Hester's highlight reel, you, and you'll you'll just see it for yourself. There's no reason why Devin Hester should not be in the Hall of Fame. He's done it. He's done it for a long time. He's played several positions too. He's played receiver. He's played defensive back, and he played kick kick returner. I mean, sometimes they would line him up and run him back, and he'd be in the backfield running the ball. So to have a versatile type of player like that, to play as long as he did, he returned a, a touchdown in the Super Bowl. And at the time, I individual was, to do it. I, I think at the time he was the second person to do it. Now I he think. was the first. He was the first. Are you sure? Because I, I, mean, I, I seen I, I seen him on a on a podcast on um. On a podcast I think he was the first one to do opening one. kickoff because it was the opening kickoff. I think it was the first okay, one. Okay, 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 okay. If my memory serves me correctly, there was a Cincinnati player. Remember, I've been talking about Cincinnati. I remember there was a kickoff return for a touchdown in that game. And then in Baltimore, Jacoby something returned it, but that was after the Devin Hester. So still, opening kickoff. You kick off the Super Bowl in Miami, by the way. That Super Bowl was in Miami, back in his home, back in not his home, because I believe he's from like Fort Myers or something like that. Um, returns the kickoff. Everybody knows who he is, you know, and they kick to him, which is ridiculous. I'm <laughs> like, I understand why why you kick to him in the first kick of the game. Returns back to a touchdown. <laughs> so it's just ridiculous. And now that transitions me to the other player who was in that same game, who also scored a touchdown, which is Reggie Wayne, bro. Reggie Wayne, not in the not in the Hall of Fame because he needs to be in the Hall of Fame because he was playing alongside Marvin Harrison, who is in the Hall of Fame, and he still got stats. Usually the second guy is not getting the stats. You know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, um, San Francisco, it was Jerry Rice. Nobody remembers John Taylor. And Dallas, um, it was Michael Irvin. Nobody remembers Alvin Harper on the other side. But with the Colts, it was Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison. It was both of them. And for, for, for again, a guy who's been doing it since, since college, he, you know, before Mike Harley broke his record, he had the, he had the record for receptions. Um, career receptions so I mean it, it's just just a, a tragedy as well Reggie Wayne definitely should this was supposed to be like this was supposed to be like the greatest hall of fame for us ever we were supposed to have Zach Thomas we were supposed to have Reggie Wayne we were supposed to have Devin Hester and we were supposed to have Andre Johnson who you talked about earlier Andre Johnson's stats I want to pull his up too because I remember thinking I'm like his stats is ridiculous too just doesn't have a Super Bowl I think it's just they they put a lot too much em- emphasis on getting the Super Bowl ring. Like a lot of things have to happen, on, especially on a football team, 
for them to win the Super Bowl ring. You have to have a defense. You have to off offensive line. You have to have a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? You have to have a coach. You know, like all these things have to be in place for you to win a Super Bowl. So you can't fault them for not winning a Super Bowl. None of these players know they didn't win a Super Bowl. But were they on the greatest teams? No, they were not on the greatest teams ever. That Bears team wasn't beating Peyton Manning from getting his first ring. They had Rex Grossman as his, as his quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. And Andre Johnson, he played with Matt Schaub. I forgot who he played with after that. But, like, it wasn't – I think it was Derek Carr. I think it might have been. or, or, or Yeah, the, Derek Carr. Or, or his brother. brother. Yeah, his brother. I'm like, come on, man. These, these ain't these ain't even good quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it, it's, it's absolute just – I had to get I, – I, that was one of the topics I definitely wanted to get out. Like, no, come on, man. Like, Reggie Wayne, Andre Johnson, Devin Hester, come on. Anybody would love any of these players on their all-time team. If you're doing an all-time team, you gonna take you you you're gonna pick somebody else besides Devin Hester? Come on, man. It's because they come from the University of Miami, man. They don't like us. Huh? I like <laughs> they don't like the University of Miami. I mean, you see in the NIL deals nowadays, you know, and they trying to come after us. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like they just said this is legal. But yeah, going back to what you were saying, man, travesty on all sides, man. I mean, they hit us with the trifecta. You feel me? <laughs> At the end of the day, like for real, like it makes no sense. The the greatest kick returner of all time is not a first ballot Hall of Famer. You got Deion Sanders. Everybody know Coach Prime, Prime Time. You know, uh, a lot of people will say that he was probably one of the best, if not the best. For that individual to say he needs to be a first ballot Hall of Famer and y'all not going to do it. Like it, it makes yeah, me I think be like, who the, the same, hell is making? I think they're from the same area too. To be honest, Deion Sanders and uh, Devin Hudson in that damn water. You yeah. feel me? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but 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 it just it just doesn't make any sense for for um Deion Sanders to come out and say that, and you know he he's he's still not um considered uh the best. Why? Because you're not first ballot. They they have questions behind what you're saying. What we saying. Um, but but I'm, it makes me be like, who the hell is making these damn votes? Like right. like who are these individuals that's making these votes? You know, I need, I need, it don't make it don't. Huh? I said I need to get on this ballot, man. I need to keep doing my work so I can get on this ballot, man, because it's just ridiculous. Yeah, man, unfortunate. But again, it's nothing that you can actually do. You know, you got these old people that stuck in their ways and it's just like the individual that said oh i'm not gonna vote for aaron Rodgers for mvp you're the only one that didn't vote for him even though he's an asshole people don't like him right now he's the best quarterback he's the mvp of the league and yeah you don't like him but it is what it is you know it's just like i just get mad when people just get caught up in their own emotions man you know when it comes to like sports it's politics it's just like politics you know what i'm saying sports is exactly like politics you don't like a certain person you're not going you want to have nothing to do with them or association with them but hey it is what it is everybody's entitled to their opinion but it just when it keeps happening like this you know you got audrey johnson getting snubbed it's like, did you not forget he, he had uh, on Matt Schaub as his damn quarterback? Like, what's going on? You know, like you said, you got Marvin Harrison on the other side of Reggie Wayne, and, and you don't and you don't have him um, become a, a a Hall of Famer. I mean, I, I could have sworn Marvin Harrison is the one that get on um, 
in in trouble off the field. I don't remember hearing Reggie Wayne getting in trouble um off the field. It just doesn't make any sense for me. But but um that's what you going what that's what we're expected to to deal with when you're living in Miami. When you're living in Miami, if you play for the Dolphins, they're going to hate. If they play for the Heat, we're number one in the East. They don't talk about us. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what they do. You come from the University of Miami, you're tied to them 30 for 30s. You know what I'm saying? You're tied to them changing rules because we just got too much swag. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's the water. You feel me? It's, it's, it's just what we do. You see it. Come on, man. You see it on the Mark West Sports Podcast. West, West got swag. Marcus got swag. Even the producer in the back got swag. You feel me? But again, people don't like us for that. And yeah. understandably, it's all good, man. We're just going to keep rolling. So um, not too much to talk about that because it's the same old shit. It's the same go, shit. I just want to. Let me let me just let me just hit hit people with some stats real quick though. <laughs> so Reggie Wayne and Andre Johnson are number ten and eleven all time in receiving yards. So career career receiving yards. The only the only players in front of them, Jerry Rice, Larry Fitzgerald, who's still playing, which kind of blows my mind. Um, Randy Moss, Isaac Bruce, who I think got in last year. Tony Gonzalez, best tight end of all time. Tim Brown, Steve Smith, Marvin, Christmas, number nine. Then it's Reggie Wayne and Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson also uh, three-time All-Pro, second. Uh, that's three-time first-team All-Pro, two-time second-team All-Pro, seven-time Pro Bowler, two-time NFL receptions leader, two-time NFL receiving yards leader. And he's got over a thousand receptions, fourteen thousand receiving yards, seventy touchdowns. It's just ridiculous, the mic. bro. <laughs> that, that's just that's just crazy. Just to hear, just to hear all of that, and that's just Andre Johnson. I didn't even go Reggie Wayne because I don't, don't want to make people mad. <laughs> but um, don't get mad anyway. <laughs> but yeah, that's something I just is crazy. I mean, they get they can eventually get it. Reggie Wayne, no doubt. Devin Hester, no doubt. And uh, um, Andre Johnson, no doubt, are going to get in. But this was the year to do it. You know what I'm saying? Zach Thomas, I'm, st- I'm not even sure if he's even going to get in now. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you got new players that, that are first ballots every year or whatnot. And, you know, they kind of take up spots. And they only give you a certain amount of years, I believe, until they don't even – you're not even eligible no more. But anyways, stop hating on Miami, bro. Like, stop hating on us. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah, we got the undefeated team. Yeah, we got the Heat. Yeah, we got the Panthers now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we won World Series without even really caring. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's us. That that's what it is. But anyways, we'll Man, we on. could keep it. We could, we could keep it in Florida. You know, Antonio Brown again, back in in the headlines. Um, he said that uh, the Bucks tried to hurt him on purpose, purpose on purpose, basically saying um, that they wanted to, him to play while he was hurt. I seen a actual um, him in a doctor's office with the X-ray up and the doctor showing what was wrong with his actual foot, and he's basically dumbing it down for people like me and you that don't know like what's really going on when you're talking X-ray, and if 
what the doctor was saying, I'll send Chris that, that video. But if the doctor, what he was saying is true, then obviously, like, they're trying to hurt him. Um, and, and you know, I'm, I'm looking at even right now, you you have stories coming out that that um, Tom Brady had um, issues with Bruce, Bruce Arians. Um, like, there was like a little rift. And that's coming from a player that was in the locker room with him. I'm like, hey, and you know how Bruce Arians is. He don't have no no problem giving you the F-bombs and cursing and this, that, and the other. Yeah, he's a player's coach. That's what they said, but that's what they say. That's not what I say. I haven't been around him. I'm going I'm going off um, what, what, what people say about you. And um, sometimes everybody want to say good things about you, but it's really that one individual that really speaks on you and shines a real light on you. And for Tom Brady to kind of re... From what they say, he kind of retired because of that little rift. Then it just it, it is more flame to this fire. You feel what I'm saying? It's just like people gonna go and say that Antonio Brown is crazy and all type of shit. Um, I understand that he's very erratic and stuff like that, but from from what he's saying, he's saying from what he's saying when he go to these different podcasts and different platforms to share his um, opinion on how he looked on certain situations that he was involved in. Uh, he seemed like a normal individual. Like I said before, um, the only podcast that I was looking at him kind of crazy was when he was on the barber show with um, LeBron James and his hair was like purple, white, blue, you know, it made me look at him crazy, but Hey, who am I? You know, I, you, you got all type of different people that, that, um, express themselves in different ways. It's not normal to me. I wouldn't do that shit, but hey, it is what it is. So me um, looking at that story, um, if it's truth to it, I'm just like, damn, that's just some more bullshit associated with the NFL. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. It, it is some more of that nonsense with, with the NFL, but I'm trying to figure out the story again, because if we bring back the story, I mean, wasn't he mad because they wasn't putting him in the game? That's what I'm saying. But he's saying that he didn't, he couldn't go in the game because of his foot. So like, like you said, you're confused. I thought they wanted him in the game and he was like, nah, I'm not going. I'm hurt. That's what I'm saying. Well, the story from, from, from my understanding, my recollection is, or did he Bruce want him Arians, to the game? He Bruce Arians wanted him to go in the game, and he told Bruce Arians, "No, he can't go in the game." Um, also, there's uh, text messages that he put out telling, saying Bruce Arians he's not a hundred percent, and he's not sure if he can go all the way when it comes to the game. Also, then you have um, you know Antonio Brown. Um, well, people like Bruce Arians and other teammates saying that he wanted to go in. I mean, Antonio Brown wanted to go in the game because right. he wanted to make certain, um, I guess, uh, achievements so he could get, so he could get a oh, certain yeah. amount of money. You know right, what I'm saying? Exactly. So, so again, there's different, there's different doors open in this actual topic. So I don't know which one is the truth. You know what I'm saying? But again, he showed the text messages. Te I'm saying on Bruce Arians, I'm not hundred percent. I may not be able to go. If I had a text message like that, that you're the head coach, Bruce Arians, Marcus, and we had that conversation through text, 
when we get to the game and I tell you not, I'm not 100%, I don't think you're going to fire me and kick me off the field unless you already had a problem with me and you already went on national TV saying that you got a problem with him and he was not going to be on your team and this, that, and the other. So you're already not on my side. So I don't know who to actually believe when it comes down to it because one got a history of actually being erratic and I don't know if people saying lying because remember he had a sexual allegation um, situation um, looming over his head and he said that he didn't do anything. Did you see him go to jail? Did you see him anything like that? Nothing. It just completely disappeared. We're, you know what I'm saying? So so again, he he must have been saying the truth about that. If he's going to be telling the truth about that, I'm, I'm going to be... He must have been saying the truth about that. He probably... He, Work paid them off. Worse than now, you know. I, you know, I, I understand. Sometimes you gotta pay that fee. You feel me? Sometimes you gotta yeah. let that thing go away, man. He go a few dollars, man. You feel me? Right, I'm worth right. millions. He go 50, 50, 000, Set the hell up. Get the hell out of my life. You feel me? And then right. we're gonna go ahead and sign a a clause where he can never talk about this shit ever again. Write a book, nothing. You feel me? But again, regardless of the fact, poof, it disappeared. But again, regardless of the fact, it's just so many different questions when it come down to it. But for me, the icing on the cake is um, the rift between um, Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. Because if Tom Brady got a problem, you feel know I me? Mean? Antonio Brown got a problem. Like it must be something there. You feel know I me? Mean? Something. Do 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 do. Um, Tom Brady have a rift with um, Bruce Arians because of how he did um, Antonio Brown on national television? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It could be anything. Cause remember, hey, I mean. I don't know. I mean, Brady had a riff with Belichick too, though, right? I mean, I don't know, man. I I, I, I really have an opinion on this one. I, I really don't like because Antonio Brown is kind of hard to believe anything that that's going on. And, what I'm then, and then at the same time, it's hard to believe these coaches. They're gonna say they're company men, basically. They're gonna say whatever is supposed to be the right thing to say. So, especially in front of these press conferences. So I don't. I really don't know who's telling the truth um i'm not a fly on the wall so i can't uh, i don't i'm not bugging anybody so i don't really know what the real truth is you know i, I do know antonio brown is you know he he's one of those he's one of those cousins that you know that if they drink too much at the barbecue there may be some oh. stuff that that goes off you know saying so you gotta watch him you know what I'm saying you gotta watch buddy over there you know, he had, you know, he downed a whole fifth of Henny. So you just got to, you know, watch Buddy, you know what I'm saying? And then like, to, to, to what you were saying about how he was looking, remember that crazy when you had the, the blonde mustache yeah, going yeah, on? That's the one. I was just like, bro, what, what is that? He did that for a whole season too, the blonde mustache. And I was like, that's when I was like, things is going awry for the young boy. But I don't know, man. He seemed, he seemed like a cool guy to hang with. I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. But he not somebody like like I said. If I invited him to the to the housewarming, like I'm gonna make sure somebody watching him and you know like or just you know because <laughs> he's probably gonna come over me like hey what's going on type of, you know like and I'll be like bro I'm just trying to vibe out you know and then you know I'm gonna be like bro let's let's get let's get your keys let's find a ride for you to go back to the crib safe we don't need another news newsy situation you know what i'm saying so I, I mean i don't know man i don't know him personally so i can't really judge so but yeah hey, i agree, i agree with you wes i mean you never know hey man but i mean this is another add, um, story you don't know who to believe 
right now it's in the in the court of uh, public opinion. Oh yeah, see, but let's just, let's just go ahead and stay on football, but kind of um, you know shine some light on somebody that had a beautiful Valentine's Day. You know, I had a great Valentine's Day. It was my first Valentine's Day with my son um, and, and my wife. So she was his first Valentine. You know, I set all that up, got the onesies, you know, uh, hey, it is what it is. You feel me? That's my first Valentine, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nice. I'm nothing, you feel me? Compared to my doll, Stefan Diggs. You didn't hear what he did? <laughs> Like, 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 you see how you already done because you already know what it is you feel me yeah, like my I, daughter went ahead and hit the the magic trick of the century i would think you feel <laughs> what i'm saying like for real you know and, and during the social media era like yo what's going on you feel me and, and, and able to pull it off what i'm motherfucking talking about is yo valentine's day my dog stefan Diggs had two little vibes Right, <laughs> you feel me? Booked in the same hotel in different rooms. And he was just creeping from one hotel to the next one. You feel me? Let me vibe up for a little vibe, you know, make a little play. I need to know how and then happened. go to the next one. I don't know how he did it. Like, I, don't need, I need he had to, to know how up. this happened. Where's the play and by I, play? I need to see a video review. I need I need to take a look at this to see how he pulled this off. <laughs> you have the energy, man. Like, come exactly. on, man. You like, 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 you didn't just book the hotel, buy them Christian Louis Vuitton and saw some up. I know you got the bubbles in the tub, vibing, you know, ready candles everywhere, rose petals everywhere. Like, you got that ready to go and you ain't run up in them guts. I know you did. So, if you did, <laughs> come on. I know you a little tired, kid. Like, 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 how are we doing this over here? Did you handle one early in the morning and then say, oh, I got a do something with football, you know. I'm gonna go out with the boys, and then that's, you go chill with the other one later. That's what uh, that's what I'm thinking. That's probably what he did because he, hey, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, I got this hotel for you," you know what I'm saying? But I got something to do real quick. I'll be back, you know, and then we'll vibe out when we come back. And then he just went and made the play with the other one. That's that's you what I think saying? it happened, or they was just okay with it and they knew, you know, what I'm saying that's the other part. Like maybe they they knew that was going down. And they was like, they were just like, you said not on Valentine's Day? <laughs> Valentine's Day, Lord, no. You feel me? Because if you a slider, you know what it is. You feel me? Like, why separate y'all? I'll have y'all in the same same room. We'll just have a menage a trois. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, if you got a booking in separate rooms, like, obviously, you know what it is. You know what I'm saying? The crazy thing is, I had seen something about him, and they was talking about, um, they was asking the players, like, if you had a sister and there was one person that you didn't want him, um, want her to date, who would that be? All of them said Stefan Diggs. Every <laughs> last one of the individual kid. And then when they got to Stefan Diggs, he's like, damn, like, why would they say that? I'm a nice guy. This you know, is the I reason think, why Stefan Diggs. I did see that. I think I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That makes no sense, but hey, it does make sense because it worked out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At the end of the day, he was able to sow his royal oats like a king. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? And do his yeah. thing. Like I, I've also seen him on um what that show is with Steve Harvey when when um you know they be calling out certain things. You'll you'll ask a question and damn, and they hit a damn buzzer you. real quick. Yeah. <laughs> 
He was on Family Feud, and he was like Stefan Dix. The um, what Steve Harvey asked him, like basically, like um, he said, "Leave it." What would you say if I said, "Leave it"? Stefan Dix said, "In." Leave it in. <laughs> like, like, come on, everybody. I'm just going oh, over here man. crazy on the world, that's, man. That's like, what's going crazy. on, man? That's like, what we call desert, man. That's that's a desert. I, I like <laughs> desert. everybody was like, dying, like, kid. <laughs> They'll say, like, yo, Stefan Diggs, man. Salute my brother, man. You 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 are you are a legend yeah. in black history. He's not the MVP. He's not the MVP of the NFL, but he's the MVP of Valentine's Day, 2022 for sure. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I should say this, but I had a similar situation like that. Hey, don't judge me. Don't give me the judgy face. <laughs> don't judge me. You know, every, everybody, everybody does some, you know, little stuff back in the heyday, but um. But yeah, it was with it was with Christmas, you know what I'm saying? It was, you know, because fortunately with Christmas, you really have two days, you know what I'm saying? You got Christmas Eve, and you got Christmas Day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Christmas Eve is usually kind of, you know, the nighttime type of thing, little vibe. You maybe you go out to dinner, maybe you go to a club, maybe mm-hmm. you go to the beach, you know, that that type of vibe. Christmas Day, that's more the family. You're chilling with the family, you have dinner, chill. That's the vibe. And that's that's exactly what I did, man. I had two, two uh let's just say girlfriends. I had, <laughs> I had two girlfriends. Um, they shall remain nameless, but uh I hung out with <laughs> hung out with one of them on Christmas Eve, and it was the vibe. And then the next day I was with Christmas Day you know, and my family knew about it. <laughs> oh, man, my you got to give your family a shout out. Yeah, my family. They didn't say nothing. They didn't say nothing. They knew about it, and they were like, but ever since that day, they asked me, like, they were like, I was like, yeah, I'm chilling. I'm chilling with my, my girl right now. And they were like, who are you chilling with, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? <laughs> Yo. From that point forward, from that point forward, they would always ask me, is it Christmas Eve or is it Christmas Day? <laughs> I definitely was a bachelor. <laughs> you feel know I me? Mean? Like, yo, definitely yeah, was, was a bachelor. Day, but like, never in the same day, same day, same hotel. Mm, props, props, props to Stefan Diggs. You know, I don't know. Maybe if I was a superstar NFL player, maybe I could pull that off too. But, but yeah. But uh, that that was uh, the case back in the day. But now, you know, I'm a different man now. You know, different man. We already know. Yes, we already different. know, man. You We're married now, man. Black exactly. men don't cheat. You feel me? Especially black married men. Well, at least these two black married men. Yeah. We, we, like, we know what we got. We don't struck gold. Matter of <laughs> fact, we don't struck right. oil. Black oil. All right. <laughs> you feel me? Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and you know, to... To, to, to credit to, uh, I guess, them, it's not like they were really doing anything wrong. I was just not in the right headspace to be fully committed. In the right headspace? You know, to, to, <laughs> <laughs> but to, to one or the other, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, neither was Christmas Eve, by the way. Christmas Eve was really, she was a vibe that, um, you know, was willing to just, you know, chill and vibe with me and just chill. 
with me, but she wasn't really trying to put a label on things. Let's just say that. So that's how oh, I was so able was, to pull that off. My dog was on some Netflix and chill before Netflix and chill. <laughs> he didn't oh, have chill it. No Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah, that 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 was going on. Now I have a regular Valentine's Day, and Valentine's Day was great. Took a took a lady out to um a place called Holly Blue, which I up here in Fort Lauderdale. I highly recommend. Um, it's a little pricey, but you know you. It's Valentine's Day, you know. You, you spend the bread on Valentine's Day, so man, come on, man, especially on Valentine's that was a nice Day. Vibe. Although we went to this other place where I was mad, bro. They got me, bro. They got your boy, man. <laughs> they got, they got me, bro. They got the the soda soda server got me with. Oh, we got a Valentine's Day special. I was like, all right, so let's just do that. So I'm thinking that's like gonna be like something that's going to save me money. You don't say it's a special, right? Use the word special. It's, it's supposed to be like, you know, a deal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they were like, yeah, yeah, it's $85. And I was like, $85, that ain't bad. You know what I'm saying? I can, I can swing that. And then next thing you know, they're like, oh, no, nah, it's $85 per person. I was like, per person? I was like, damn. You know, but I was like, whatever, man. Yeah, I know it better be awesome. good. You know what I'm saying? I Lobster? was like, it better be good, huh? Lobster? What'd you say? Did it come with lobster? This is the part that made me mad the most. It wasn't the money. I mean, it was the money after we got these small, tiny plates of food, bro. Like really tiny portions of food, bro. Like, like literally, like, like this. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to look out, though, kid. Portion. The biggest portion was the dessert, which was tiramisu, which was like probably like this big. You know, tiramisu is disgusting. Oh my I like god, tiramisu, man. I like tiramisu. Oh, man, there's plenty of. Uh, it's not the worst thing, but it's definitely not the best thing as a dessert. That's why they give it for, um, for free majority of the time when 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 you have a, a, a entree, a complimentary tir um tiramisu. It you know what I mean, worst, man? And and I got it. I got. I'm sorry to 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 bash a place, but the wine garden in Fort Lauderdale. Don't go there. <laughs> it's not the vibe. It's a nice little ambiance, but it's not worth it. The place I went to before, Holly Blue, definitely go there. I mean, it's expensive, but it's not that expensive. It, I, I didn't spend nearly what I spent at the wine garden, and I still had a good time. And it's in a church, which is kind of crazy. They had they had like a little club section next to it. And you stood from like me a, and you in a church. You right, exactly. You me in a church. <laughs> there's there's a, <laughs> The actual church is like a little club. You can vibe. It's chill. I mean, it's, it's weird. Uh, you know, it's weird music. It's not our music, but yeah, it's, man, it's it sounds like a house of Satan. So house of Satan, <laughs> club, club, and church. I don't associate. In church, you, know in church. you can see the stained glass windows still on the on the on the walls. Yeah, oh, man. Hey, but that 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 place that kind of snubbed you with the with the portion. They probably was trying to look out. You know, sometimes when you eat too much, you like you you want to go to sleep. You feel me? It's Valentine's Day. They're like, man, I'm trying to help my dog stay in some guts tonight. You feel me? That's, if I give him too much to eat, he 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 probably gonna pass out. See that that's what the wife was trying to tell me to, to kind of smooth it over. She was telling me that same thing. She was like, oh, it's good. We we don't we're not on um, we're not eating too much or whatever. And I don't like to eat too much. And I was like, man, whatever. <laughs> 
that's the that's the better half. You're the hothead. I'm the hothead. Wifey's the carver head. You feel me? She yeah. like she, she trying to still enjoy her night. She like man, I, it, it's all good. You feel me? Like, but I know I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that he's satisfied by the end of the night. You feel me? So that's all that matters, man. Both of y'all had a great Valentine's Day. You feel me? You broke that bread, but hey, it, it is what it is, man. You feel me? Wifey made sure. To yeah, tend to yeah, your yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So choose wisely out there. Choose wisely. I like the commercial, break wisely. <laughs> but uh, what else we got, man? I was gonna roll into the NBA trades, man. James um, Harden. Before the NBA trades, because we, you know, still can talk, you know, like football. You feel me? Before okay, we jump we to the got- NBA, we could we could jump into the University of Miami, going ahead and signing my dog. Charlie Strong, you feel me? And, and when I seen that shit, I was like, hola, hola, what? Who? Charlie Strong? You feel me? Like, I remember him at Texas. I remember him, you know, wasn't he a, a coach at, at the Gators? You feel me? Did he, he coach over there? Coordinator. Defensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm like, yeah. And he was, he, when he, he was getting all type of players, you feel me? For you to come back, find me, like, with The Rock, find me, he's come back. <laughs> today kind of you feel me and i think that it's a big hire like everybody like we even us we were complaining in the beginning we're like damn it's been like a month month and a half we don't know where we're going we don't know what a coach we have this that, and the other and look it seems like they're taking their time to make all of the right decisions we already spoke on the other coaches that they added to the staff but to add coach strong onto the team as the linebackers coach like like i'm already thinking the you part four what's going on over here the you part four because it's like you gonna skip part three you gonna skip part three no 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 we gotta skip part three but i think we do got a part three already Uh, ain't no part three yet man we we working on crystal ball gonna be the part three you know what i'm saying we just have part one part two yeah 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 trust me bro I, you probably dream we had a, we we had a part three. We should probably have a part three by now, but we we don't because of Diaz and Golden. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but that actually the end of Golden was in part two. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. But yeah, the U part anyway, three is coming. But yeah. Um. But yeah, a lot of hire, bro. Like he he um coached at Louisville um as the head coach. Yep. And he was basically mm-hmm. able to persuade Teddy Bridgewater to decommit from uh, Miami. Teddy Bridgewater was committed to, to Miami. Um, and then he switched over to Louisville for, for a variety of reasons. But, you know, part of the reason was because Charlie Strong was over there at Louisville. He was successful at Louisville. And then he was a head coach at Texas. And to be honest, they did him wrong at Texas. And I do think it was a racial situation. Um, they didn't give him time to really kind of build it up. You know what I'm saying? And that's how they do a lot of coaches, black coaches, especially. Um, I don't think he got enough time. And then after that, he coached at USF, which USF is garbage. I mean, they had a little run way back in the day when Jason Pierre Paul was playing there. But you, you, USF is getting out recruited by everybody in the state. You know what I'm saying? UCF is dominating that area when it comes to recruits um and he just wasn't successful and when you don't have the best players you're just not good but for them to hire 
Charlie Strong, who was a three-time head coach, defensive coordinator at Florida, to be the linebackers coach, which is arguably the weakest position that we have right now, is a huge hire, bro. Like, it's 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 a huge hire. And I just wrote a story, and I'm going to post it on Instagram. I posted it on, um, on Twitter already, but um, I it was uh, basically a story about the coaching staff. One of the kids I spoke to yesterday at the Under Armour camp said that Miami has the best coaching staff in the country. He said it convincingly. And this is an offensive lineman out of Orlando, a well-spoken kid. Uh, Peyton Kirkland is his name. Um, and he loves, loves the coaching staff at Miami, loves Mario Cristobal. Um, Mario Cristobal is is a coach who is highly involved in recruiting. Most of the time, head coaches are not so much involved in recruiting, but he's one of them coaches. And that's what I got from a lot of these players that I spoke to yesterday. They're like, yeah, Mark, I love Mario Cristobal. He treats me like his son. I love being around him. I love the energy over there. Um, he texts me. He talks to my family. I mean, this one kid who's half Hispanic, mom's Hispanic, Mario Cristobal's talking Spanish to her. He was like, yeah, he was talking Spanish to my mom. My mom loved it. And I was like, damn, this guy knows what he's doing, bro. He knows hey, exactly. Oh, he, he knows. Like, bro, one thing, one thing you already know. Spanish people living in Miami, like, if, if Marcus was Spanish and he got a job and Wes was Spanish and he didn't have a job, yo, Wes, come over here, Rocky <laughs> Doe, whatever. And that's <laughs> just a plain fact. Like, you speak Spanish, like, it's a circle. It's a, it's, it's a bond when it comes to the Spanish people, at least in Miami. I don't know about the rest of the country. Like, if you're Spanish, it don't matter if you're Cuban, Dominican, Puerto Rican, whatever. I know people be having their inside beefs because, beefs because of, you know, the different um, um, type of um, countries you come from. But if you're Spanish, it don't matter. Like, it's us against y'all. So just the plain fact that you saying Mario Cristobal was speaking Spanish, like, come on, man. Like, come on, man. Drop the yeah. mic again. Like, what's going on? Yeah, exactly, man. Like, I mean, the sky's the limit. I mean, he obviously can recruit, like, because not only can he, he could recruit by himself. And now he's got these type of coaches under him. Like, I, like I said, I wrote a story about it. So I did some research on it. Kevin Steele, the defensive coordinator, he's been coaching for like 40 years, man. And he's been coaching a lot of different places, been successful at Auburn, uh, probably his most success. And then the Michigan offensive coordinator took Michigan to the playoff for the first time with Beat not a lot of offensive game. stars, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then you got the defensive backs coach from Georgia, just won a national championship. And then you bring in uh, uh, Charlie Strong as the defensive line coach. You did bring some guys from Oregon, the defensive line coach from, from, from Oregon. You bring him over. You bring the offensive line coach from Oregon as well. Bring him over. Loyalty. Those are guys that's been working with you. And to him, the two most important position coaches is D-line and O-line, I think, besides OC and, and D.C. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, and even even the, the offensive coordinator, one of the kids was saying that um, it's like, yeah, he, he's a small guy, but he's, he's got the biggest heart in the room. Uh, but but he's got the loudest mouth or something like that. He's got a scary personality. That's, that's one of the, that's one of what one of the kids said about the offensive line coach. And I was just like, okay, so, you know, so he, uh, he's obviously a guy they connect with, but still fear him at the same time. 
you know Perfect. what I'm saying? And then the other, the other kid was talking about the strength coach. I actually didn't put this part in the story. I was going to put in another one. He was like, yeah, the strength coach. Every time I come, come down to Miami, I spend like an hour with the strength coach, <laughs> you know? And he was like, and dude is like huge. Have you seen, he was like, have you seen him? I was like, of course we've seen him, <laughs> seeing what he looked like. So yeah. So the strength, even the strength coach is, is resonating uh, with these kids. So I mean, there's this, there's no more I can really say and until we get on the field, you know, and see what actually happens. Everything is going right right now for the Miami Hurricanes because he is building a culture. He's building the energy that you that you need at a place like Miami in this NIL era. Mm-hmm. And and um, he's building like an all star um, coaching staff. This is an all-star coaching staff, bro. And I didn't even mention the running back coach, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith, former running back at UCF. He, he rushed for over 2,000 yards at UCF. And then um, he was the running back coach at Ole Miss. He brings in Henry Parrish, who's from Columbus down here, a kid I know very well. Damn, I forgot him, was brought, damn. I brought him in. And then yesterday I spoke to a five-star running back Richard Young out of Lehigh, that same area where Devin Hester and um, Deion Sanders is from. What? And he talked about Kevin Smith. He was like, yeah, Kevin Smith was was, was trying to uh, recruit me while, while he was at Ole Miss. So now that he's at Miami, it's even better. And I was like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like every position coach is like, it's, it, it's, it, it's, it's a great hire. So Charlie Charlie Strong is just like the icing on the cake, man. I'm just like, wow. That wasn't. I don't think anybody was really expecting that to happen. To see that news drop was like, wow. So kind of like the old coaching staffs at the University of Miami when, like in the nineties, you, you go yeah. Through, yeah, exactly. You go through the list. You're like, damn, you coach here, you coach all at the same time, yeah. and you seen what 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 was the fruits of that um, national championships and being known as one of the the teams that people love to hate. And that's that's what where we want to go back um to, at least me and Marcus, you know. Yeah. Um, because UM, like I know you Marcus, UM is his favorite team in Florida. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm between the Dolphins and UM. Um, of course I like the um the the Miami Heat because they actually brought us a lot more championships in a short period of time. Um but hey man i love it i love the hires man yeah 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 i can't i can't really say anything else about it i feel like we say this every week but every every week some new great news comes out (laughs) you know damn are you serious so hey spring's coming up so you already know you're gonna get the updates on the bedroom report read uh, my story on you know all the players that i talked to at the at the under armor camp yesterday um on footballhotbed.com um and i'll I'll have another story about you know just some of the other top performers that i've seen out there but you know glowing recommendations uh from these kids about um and what they got going so that's what's up yeah man any other football news Nah, no more football for now i mean i think you were gonna transition to the nba one more thing about football. I heard the XFL and the NFL are trying to partner. I just heard that earlier today. Like the XFL, which is like the wrestling wrestling version of the NFL, is looking to partner with the NFL now. 
So I'm like, yo, we're about to get like, it's, it's about to be WWF and NFL. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Because, you know, um, for you saying that, remember we seen the Super Bowl and who actually announced everybody finally. Oh, yeah. You feel me? The Rock is back and, you know, you know what I'm saying? Everybody and was wondering, like, why is he there, what, too? Why are you here? You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's, prob that's probably because of that. Because you you know the NFL, like, they 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 don't really like sharing. You know what I'm saying? If you're a rival, trust me, we're not giving you no type of promotion. For you to have The Rock come and, you know, do the Super Bowl, you know, announcing that, you know, the Super Bowl is back in Los Angeles and this, that, and the other. You had me bewildered. You had the, the players on the actual sideline looking crazy. Like, why is he healed out here? I also seen a, a clip with Patrick Mahomes saying something about it while he was on the field, while The Rock was actually um, saying what he was saying. It was funny as well. But, but yo, that would be a good look. Now, you say it's going to be some type of wrestling? I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I just heard that they're in a partnership now, like the NFL now, and the XFL. From what I'm hearing, um, I think the partnership is going to be like, you know, a lot of the individuals that uh, can't make the actual roster, but they're on the team. I forgot what they call them, those individuals. Um, what they call it? Practice Ford was squad. on that. The practice, practice squad. squad, yeah. Individuals that's on the practice squad and certain things like that, rather than being in – on the practice squad and not getting game time reps, you can play probably as uh, a representation so of like, your team. It's gonna be like the G yeah. League. It's kind of like a G League, you know what yeah. I mean? And which is a good thing, you know what I mean? Like it is a good thing. Like we in Miami know the G League work. We got a lot of people that came from the yeah. G League and, and <laughs> yeah. front and, and played very well for the Miami Heat. So if yeah, it could be a way to develop them and um have them have um game speed because you can practice all day man you know what i mean it's not the same when with the football speed when you're actually playing you know what i mean you could yeah. you could stay fit and this that, and the other but the timing is different so if they could go ahead and do that and it's the rock as well i don't i don't normally see the rock um attaching his name to failing things you know what I'm saying? So, but he he is leading this uh, XFL thing, like that. Yeah, that that's is, what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. So I don't think it's gonna fail, especially now you saying that they're partnering up with the NFL. Like the NFL is not in line to lose money. The Rock, I know him. Everything that he touched, it turns to gold. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even with the movies, they may be cheesy and shit, but he making the money. And this yeah, right now is money, is business. Um, and I think that it's a it's a good move, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Speaking of the Super Bowl, we didn't really talk about uh what happened with the Super Bowl or what you thought of the halftime show or whatever. Um, so what, what's your quick take on on the Super Bowl and what happened? The Super the Super Bowl was good. Um, I, I didn't like the ending. I didn't like the ending because that I think it was a holding call on a linebacker that made him get a first down, or it was an pass interference. There was two pass interference calls. One that was in the end zone that you probably can say was kind of a pass interference, but you could have let him play played it and not make a call. The one and right the by the pylon to me was pass interference, but I know it's what you're what talking saying. about. The one before now, that, I probably like, let go. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? He didn't even touch the guy. He didn't touch him. They went to so many different angles, and I'm like, but that what gave them it was for fourth down that play, that pass interference. It was fourth down. That was the end of the Super Bowl. They All they needed to do was get the ball and just need a ball, and the game would have been over. 
know what I'm saying? For you to go ahead and, and, and call that play at that particular time, you got a lot of people going to be like, well, Jalen Ramsey, he got face masks. Ain't nobody didn't say anything. That was probably in the first, second quarter. You gave um, the Rams enough time to, to, to play through that. You didn't do the same thing in Cincinnati. Now, all of the calls was kind of bullshit, cheap calls. The Jalen Ramsey ones really was a, a, like, come on, man. Like, it was a pass interference, and it was like a 75-yard touchdown bomb because of it. Trust me. Like, it was not like it was just a pass interference. He didn't score. He scored. So you yeah. shouldn't have a certain amount of points on the board. But still, regardless of the fact, going into halftime, you got give the team enough time to come back and play through that. When you leave them with like a minute left, a minute and some change left after the blunder that you done did, then like, well, what can they do? There ain't much that they can actually do. I mean, you got the best, practically the best D-line in the game with Von Miller, Miller and Aaron Donald. Like, come on, man. Like, knowing that if I sack I mean, you now, the game's over? Like, come on. I mean, with all of that being said, they still had a chance to win the game in the end. You know, they still had it. Joe Burry still had a chance to drive them down the field and and score. But yeah, to your point, yeah, it's gonna be hard against Aaron Donald, who is being triple teamed in this game. Did you see that? Triple teamed, like three dudes consecutively. I was just like, damn, I've never seen that in my life. Where yeah, maybe you triple the guy one time, or maybe two, but like throughout the whole game, he's being triple teamed until the last last drive of the game where you leave this guy one-on-one what you thought he was tired this is Aaron Donald you know but yeah, like yeah again two 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 games in a row he had the game winning play to clinch the super clinch the cha- ultimately the championship for them um yeah I agree with everything that you said as far as the game is concerned I thought it was a decent game I mean as far as me watching a football game it was exciting to the end a lot of these Super Bowls are boring, and this was, you know, I mean, at times it was a little, you know, there wasn't a lot of scoring in the third quarter or whatever, but it still came down to the end. So that's all you could really ask for in a Super Bowl. And and, I, and I'm happy. Oh, you know, I did want to talk about this, too, because you probably saw this, that um, um, Richard Sherman, what Richard Sherman was saying about Matthew Stafford, he said that. You see, yeah, he said that Matthew Stafford is not He's not, not a Hall of Famer. Like, like why? He why just are you saying that? At the end of his career, the first year he's with a different team besides Detroit. Detroit forever losers. They're they're probably the most the oldest losing team ever. You know what I'm saying? The Detroit has been around since I want to say the fifties. That that team in itself, and they've never won anything. You know what I'm saying? And they finally let go of their franchise quarterback, Matthew Stafford, who was great. Even in college, he was great. And he finally gets to a legitimate team, legitimate coach, and they win in his first year. And you're going to say he's, he's not a hall of famer. I don't don't understand that because to me, he's, he's on the level of he's one notch above Phillip rivers right now for me. You know what I'm saying? Me too. Philip Rivers never won a ring, but they basically like the same type of quarterback. Bunch of game-winning drives, can throw everywhere, got a strong arm, and but just never had everything together to win a, a championship. So he's right. He's right above uh, Philip Rivers. Maybe right yeah, below. Maybe right below um Rockless uh burglar. Burglar. 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, trust me, I feel you 100%, man. For me, it comes off as a hater. Like, and not just that, like, he just achieved this, like, give us some time before you talk it. I mean, you got the whole offseason to, to talk about it. Like, why talk about it like the same week? You know what I'm saying? It's like you already got a personal issue with this dude. Like, congratulate him, you know, and call it a date. He didn't call himself a Hall of Famer. This is questions that you guys are coming up with and getting mad about it. Like, he didn't say he was a Hall of Famer. He's just happy to win the Super right. Bowl. Exactly. You know, so 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 exactly. salute him. Congratulations. You got a ring. Boom, boom, boom. And keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? And if you're going to say some shit like that, don't say it on national television. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, come on. You don't think he see that shit? Like, come on, man. Hold your hold your your words sometime. You feel me? I mean, I know you're a smart individual. You come from Stafford. And sometimes they'll always be trying to come off as the smartest person in the room. I mean, you see what people feel about Aaron Rodgers. They don't like individuals like that when every time, like, really? You got to say something now? Like, really? Like, shut the hell up. Man. Ain't nobody trying to hear that. You know what I'm saying? And you look like me. I F with you. You know, a majority of things that you actually say, but like for this one, I'm just like, like, really? You had to come out and say that now? Like, come on, man. Like, be quiet yeah, for, for one thing, you know? I mean, you don't see you don't see Matthew Stafford talking about your domestic violence um situation. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> yeah, it had nothing to do with him. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. It just was something that I looked at and I was like, damn, I'm yeah, yeah, I did see it. I did see it. And it was some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so uh the other thing to talk about was uh obviously the hot the halftime show, which I thought was pretty good, you know, considering, yeah. you know other halftime shows that we've seen and they wasn't Coldplay. good at all like Coldplay of Maroon 5 or you know these just didn't they have Imagine Dragons I think one time I was just like what but anyways but I thought it was pretty good pretty decent you know what I'm saying I kind of figured they would just do all the Dre beats you know what I'm saying um I was mad that they didn't do nothing but a G thing that would have set it off for me if they would have just ended it with that that would have been great but um, I like the songs that they did. I never was really a fan of Eminem's Lose Yourself. You know I mean, what I'm saying? That song, to me, I never liked. Everybody loves the movie. They love, you know, the song, whatever. It's inspiring, whatever. Um, and, you know, I got some feelings about Eminem anyway. People always putting him as the greatest, you know what I'm saying? Oh, of course so. they're going to say that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't put him in. I don't even put him in the top 10, to be honest. Me neither. You remember what Gucci Mane said? <laughs> what, what did Gucci say? Gucci Mane was like Eminem. People saying he's the greatest. Like, what? I, I wouldn't even listen to that. I'm going to send that to Chris so he could put that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, to me, Eminem, um, to not get too much off topic, he, he's just not versatile enough for me. You know what I'm saying? He, he To me, he's just got a bunch of angry raps for the most, for the most part. And I'm going to need you to be a little bit more versatile, you know what I'm saying? You know, be like a Pac, be, be like a, a Wayne or, you know, even a Jay-Z, you know, be more versatile if you want to be considered the best of all time. So, yeah, I, I can't, I can't do it. And, um, but everything else I, I was pretty cool with. I thought, I thought 50 Cent was about to fall because dude looked big, you know what I'm saying? Definitely look, I mean, wifey was like, oh, he looked like a whole dollar. You don't look like 50 Cent, you know what I'm saying? What they uh, expect, uh, nigga? He's about 50 years old, close to it. I don't, he can't be there. He's probably in it. I don't. He can't. Eminem is 50. Damn. 
Right. Yeah, we owe this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I thought it was I thought it was a pretty good uh performance. Um I like the fact that Dr. Dre was literally playing the piano, make them, you know, kind of show his talents. Mary J, you know, uh, Mary J only did the songs that Dr. Dre did, you know, like Mary J's got a bunch of good songs. Better you, songs. Like you were thinking like maybe she would do something different, like maybe even just real love. Or I don't know. Something that we could vibe to, but like those songs that she did, not really a big fan of those songs either. Uh Snoop was Snoop, you know. And then I was hoping we was gonna get like an actual Snoop Dogg song. We didn't get that either. You know what I'm saying? It was really just more combination songs with Dre. And then that was it. Oh, Kendrick. I mean, Kendrick was cool. I like the overall performance of it all. It looked nice. You know what I'm saying? You had the dudes in the dickies doing the doing the crit walk. That was cool. I, uh, I like that too. Um hmm. But it was, I mean, the way people were saying, like, oh, this is the greatest performance of all time. No, it's not. The that greatest type of stuff, is like, nah, let's slow down, pump the brakes a little bit because it wasn't that great. It was good, but it wasn't it wasn't that great. I, I mean, I would have to measure and really see what's the best performance of nah, all time. Nah, man. People, people like, saying I don't think it was. People saying that is the greatest because the black people saying that. Like it was not the greatest. Like just being real. I'm, of course, I did like the halftime show, but it was not the greatest, you know. I think really the greatest was Prince. You know what I'm saying? When Prince did his, and I don't even listen to that type of music all the time, but that performance was the best performance I ever seen at the Super Bowl halftime. And then he's purple rain, and then it start raining. Like that's <laughs> the God speaking, saying like, "Yo, this is where it's at." So for me, it's always gonna be purple rain until somebody just topping him off of that mantle. But overall, good performance. There was nothing to go crazy over. I seen Eminem kneeling, you know. Um, it didn't really, it didn't really uh, hit home for me. It didn't even strike me. I didn't even realize that was what he was doing until exactly. he was there for like a minute. I was like, oh, okay, so he knew. I didn't like that shit just because it was Eminem that did that shit. It's just like another white dude trying to um, say like, yes, I'm here with the black cause. Like, shut the hell up, man. You all your friends are black. You don't need to keep trying to be like, oh, I'm down, guys. I'm down. Let me meet. Like, come on, man. Snoop could have done that. Dre could have done that. Mary J could have done that. Kendra could have done that. None of them did that. Sure. You did that. I'm huh? pretty sure they asked him to do it, though. I'm pretty sure they asked him to do it. Now, if he did it by his own account, then, yeah, I'm with you 100%. But, like, if I'm a white dude and I'm Eminem, if I'm Eminem you know what I'm saying? And they're like, yo, it'd be really, if somebody, if the producer of that show was like, It'd be really cool if you kneel after your performance. I wouldn't was, say no. I wouldn't say no to that. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be yeah. like, no, I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's fake. it's fake because he spoke to the NFL and told the NFL that he was going to knee and the NFL told him not to and he still did it. So again, it seemed planned. I want to see it like Kanye West when he said Bush don't like black people. And then you got, um, <laughs> what's his name? looking at him crazy like Michael Myers looking at him like really you yeah, just said that that's what I want that's what is authentic you know what I'm saying so from him and Eminem doing that like come on man like come on man. I don't even want to like yo I hear you I, yeah, I hear you what... all right so that's that I think that's it on, on all the football news we'll transition to basketball first of all shout out to Bobby Heat once again um we are still number one in the east right 
Mm-hmm. Still number one in the East. Spo and Jimmy Buckets represented for us at the All-Star game. Um, so just shout out to them and what they're doing. Bam, I think it's playing really well. I know you got your, you know, you 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 got your reservations about Bam. Sometimes you think we shouldn't have, we shouldn't have paid him the bread. The I don't shot. think we should have paid him that that type yeah, of bread. I think it's a lot better this season, though. He seems a little, little bit more in control, uh, like offensively. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not so nervous. I'm not so nervous when he's in the paint and he's doing his little ugly jump shot. It, it's going in now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's going in now. He's been practicing. You can tell he's been in the gym working. So shout out to him too. But um, but as far as uh basketball is concerned, the biggest news was James Harden being traded to um James Harden being traded to Philly and Kevin Durant uh, when he was picking an all-star uh team, how James Harden was the last person picked. Did you did you see that? You didn't see that? I see that. He, LeBron and, and 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 the other announcers laughing. You that feel me? Because bro. even Kevin Durant started hilarious. laughing in the end. He couldn't hold it no more. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, hilarious man. So much. James Harden eventually said, "Oh, he's not gonna play in the All Star game because I know he's kind of embarrassed." You know what I'm saying? He can say that. Oh, I just want to rest up till after the All Star break, but I know that. He's kind of embarrassed, like, yo. Um, I mean, they said that him and and Kevin Durant spoke before the trade and they on good terms, but obviously they don't seem like they're on good terms, at least. At all. <laughs> like, I mean, hey. Uh, but I, but I feel Kevin Durant 100%. Like, you told me while we was on the same team that you didn't want to play with us, that you went out. I ain't going to pick you to be on my all-star team, even if I'm not playing. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. And not just man, that, like, but when you work, when you work, playing, you, you, you want it out. You don't want to play with me. So don't play with me. What are you gonna say? Hey, yeah, but like I said, um, he came, he came, um, to Brooklyn out of shape. He, he playing no defense. He's still trying to get those fake fouls. And me and you even spoke on it. Like, yes, they're not calling them bullshit fouls that they've been calling. So certain players like him, Kimball Walker, that get these ticky tack calls, they're not getting them. And they're they're true game is coming out you know he doesn't have no defense he always doesn't show up in the playoffs so for me like what else do you have like i'm actually like I said, glad he went to philly i'm glad he went. yes i'm glad he went to philly, philly too because this means philly philly's not going to be a problem philly's not going to be a problem and brooklyn's not going to be a problem you know there's no there's no team in the east yeah ask yourself what team in the east scares you nobody nobody well, I mean, Nobody. I know we could beat everybody. You don't but... say Milwaukee. Nah, I'm like, I ain't worried about Giannis. Oh, like, you seen his brothers oh, them in the All Star game? Crazy. He's <laughs> 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 trash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, 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 I don't fear nobody in the East. But I think that the East, like everybody's, like close, or close. You know, it'll go to like six games, majority of them. Because yeah, you're not that great of a team, but you got some teams that. Like Charlotte. Charlotte is a garbage team, right? But they 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 score a whole lot of points. I don't think they're even making the playoffs. I'm not sure. I don't know where they at in the standings. But you got certain teams like um, let me see, uh and B gonna do what he does. You got Toronto Raptors, they they give the Heat problems, the Toronto Raptors. You know what I'm saying? Then you got 
the Cleveland Cavaliers, their defense is on point. Everybody that they got, they're like, they got nothing but length. Everybody likes probably like six, eight, seven feet, you know, from point guard all the way to center. So for me, that's going to be problems because Bam tend to not do that great against um, some of these centers in a league, you know. Yeah, you athletically better than them guys, but those that's the same um, athletic um, wise, athletically wise like you, they're normally in line with you. And some majority of the time they have a better shot game than you. So that's the only thing that I have issues with the heat. But like you said, there's nobody that can compete with us in the East. Yeah. Yeah. I think depth wise, we just, nobody can measure up and depth is important in the playoffs. And even in this run to the playoffs, Mm -hmm. I think we, we couldn't be in a better position right now. And I don't think we played 10 games with our full squad. So, mm-hmm. and so yeah. yeah. And Oladipo is not even, that's like, that's like our secret weapon. That's kind of like, you know, when, when trade deadline goes and you have that one player that, that it's, it's like you have, we have a tra- trade deadline player two years in a row. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he's still there kind of waiting to get his opportunity. Hopefully once he gets in, he doesn't get hurt again. But, uh, but yeah, that, that's another secret weapon that we got going. And, and, and from what I'm but hearing, Dragic, that, you know, I still, I didn't, I didn't see the All-Star game. What'd you say huh? about Dragic's coming? No, Dragic, Dragic is a free agent now. And, you know, the Miami, he have a free roster spot. Um, so he may be able to come back to the Miami Heat. Um, and if he do come back with Victor Oladipo, like, yeah, definitely icing on the cake. And I want him to come back. It'll be, it'll be messed up for him to have, left the Miami Heat and in that same year we win a championship. Like, come on, man. He deserves a ring. Like, he really deserves Yeah, definitely. What you said about the All-Star game, kid? Yeah, I didn't didn't see it. I was going to just say that I didn't see the All-Star game last night. My power went out last night. I didn't get to see it. I didn't have no internet. You know, it was whack. But, yeah, I didn't see it. But I did hear that LeBron had a game-winning shot and Steph went off. That's all mm. I really heard about it. All but right. So, I did record it, and so I'm going to watch it later. Okay, so so let me let me kind of let you know what happened since you wasn't able to watch it. Unfortunately, of course, it's going to happen when it's All Star Weekend. That's yeah. when the power goes. You know what I mean? But <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Um, but you didn't miss too much. You know what I'm saying? Besides the All Star game with Steph Curry hitting 15 threes, kid. Damn. 15 threes. He had 50 points. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, 50. balling like a dog. Huh? Yeah, 50. 50 points, man. 50 points, man. Like, what? how you going to give it? Huh? <laughs> said, damn, what the hell? How you give Steph that Curry the in a, um, all-star game? I don't know. Probably, because I ain't never seen somebody hit 15 threes in an all-star game. You know what wow. I'm saying? Like, he was just balling out of control um, with the 15 threes. Of course, he was on Team LeBron, so LeBron won. Um and like you said, LeBron hit a fadeaway. He hit a fadeaway that won the game. And I think he did that because MJ was in the building. <laughs> you know, MJ don't normally come to these to these festivities. You know, he normally be to his self and his own world. But this All-Star game, they saluted everybody. Everybody, like you had Dennis Rodman there. You had Magic Johnson there. You had 
anybody that you you know i think it was a 75 year anniversary that's why yeah, everybody was there yeah but is. but yes everybody was there kid everyone and like i said mj there when mj there you know what it is like i didn't see mj do anything um since kobe bryant and before then you don't see mj you know what I'm saying? You probably see a little clip on YouTube of how he's on a camp and it's like if he missed, you know, he pays for everybody's school supplies or whatever like that. Uh, you never see him. So for him to be there, um, it was good. And the crazy thing is um, that's how you know that MJ is a competitor. Him, it was him, Dwayne Wade, Magic Johnson, some other individuals in the back. Um, and he was like, yo, like, like he was like, Magic, like, like you, you don't got no sneakers. If you don't got some sneakers, we could go get a one-on-one right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and you, we could go do a one-on-one right now. You know what I'm saying? So it just shows that MJ is a competitor. He still, he, I think he lightened up a little bit. Or when he's around his NBA colleagues, he's, he's vibing. He, 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 he's a different individual because from what I hear, he's a crab. From what I hear, you know, you don't want to be around this guy, this, that, and the other. Um, he's snooty to a lot of people. I don't know. I'm just going on what the media say. But for me, um, hey, it's all good, man. Like, the, 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 the way he moves is sometimes how you have to move in this world to continue to be successful. You know what I'm saying? So for him to come through, show love, it was perfect. And, of course, you know, LeBron had to bring more light on himself. Oh, you know, I, I would I will be remiss if I don't say something about Michael Jordan, the individual that that basically um made me want to play basketball, you know, and this, that, and the other, like like LeBron by yourself, man. This is why people like myself and Wes don't like you, bro. Come on, man. And the crazy thing is. He doesn't like you, LeBron. You've been in the league 18 <laughs> years. He doesn't like you. He like, come on. He likes Kobe Bryant. He deals with people like Kyrie, um, Kyrie Irving. You know, he don't like you. And for for him to not like you, that means that he's thinking like Pat Raleigh, smiling faces with hidden agendas. You're not gonna come over here and steal a lot of stuff from me. No, 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 no. I don't trust you. I don't care what picture you're painting in the world that you're this nice person. You built a school, you donate, you're this lovable person. No, 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 no. I really think that you're conniving and people like Jordan can see through that shit. And he's like, hell no, nah, I want you part of my cap. Like, I'm good. You feel me? Why he don't, why he didn't treat Kobe like that? Kobe was the one biting everything that um, that MJ was doing. You would think that he hate Kobe, but they got the greatest relationship. LeBron, it's you, LeBron. It's you. It's like what Mark is saying. You always make everything about you. Shut up. Let somebody <laughs> else say something about MJ. Why does it have to be you? And then you make sure to do the fadeaway to win the game like MJ did. Like, come on, man. Like, come on, LeBron. Stay square. I don't want to... <laughs> um, hear about you and it's just more reason why I don't like you now when it comes to the dunk contest dunk contest was trash trash I didn't see so trash that Kareem walked out Kareem walked out because he was Kareem so tired yes I like I, I can't watch this shit no more I can't <laughs> can't get jiggy with this shit that's what he was saying 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he just walked. I'm like, yo, <laughs> you got <laughs> you got Reggie, you got Reggie Miller and Dwayne Wade giving the the dunk contest or um like the festi- festivities a six overall. They said if they could give you a lower if they could give a lower number, they would. You know what I mean? They didn't know that the the, the individuals hearing them say that, like. But that's true, man. Like, I'm tired of these people with the dunk contest. It's not the people that I want to see. You feel me? I want to see LeBron. I want to see people like like Zion. I want to see these like individuals. John Morant. Can you imagine John Morant in a, in a, a dunk contest? contest? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These are the people that, that, that I want. It should be stipulated that you guys, y'all got to be the ones that 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 I'm participating in this dunk contest. It's going to be a lottery. A lottery. Just like uh, um, they do with the, the draft, we're going to just pick our names. And you got to do it. You work for this company. I, it's not, oh, you don't want to do the dunk contest. Nine. You work for the <laughs> NBA. You got to take the vaccine, right? You work for the NBA. You got to take the vaccine. You want to work for the NBA. You got to do the um, dunk contest because we say you're going to do it. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And when they do yeah. it like that, that's when they'll bring it back I because the dunk contest back. is trash now. It's not like Vince Carter. It's not like Jordan. It's not like like um, Dominique Wilkins. You know what I'm saying? The human highlight reel. Like, come on, man. This is what this this, this generation is missing. It's yeah. missing stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going against somebody that I don't like. You feel me? I, I, really, I don't like you, and I'm going against you dunk-wise. You feel me? Or there's rumors, oh, some people say this person is the best dunker, and then I come through, and I'm like, hell no, that's me. You feel me? Something that I think Vince Carter was thinking when he was dominating shit. You feel what I'm saying? But, hey, it, it wasn't it wasn't the haps for me, but um, yeah, I'm still going to... It wasn't still as gonna... bad as the, as, as, the, as the Pro Bowl, though, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to watch... Um still gonna watch the game though um now i'm gonna watch the dunk contest i already seen carl anthony towns won the three-point contest i was surprised to hear that i didn't even know he shot threes that well i knew he shot threes but i didn't know he shot it that well to win the three-point shootout like damn we need to give him a contract let's trade him for bam (laughs) i'm just playing (laughs) like that 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 kills me yeah so uh so yeah I'll, i'll watch that but um that's all I got as far as like basketball is concerned. Nah, yeah. I got one more. You got one more? What we got? What? I ain't gonna talk, ain't gonna talk about the cabbage pat Jawan Howard bomb hitting that head coach in the face, punching him in the face. This is the Mark West Sports Podcast. We gotta talk about this, kid. What did you think, kid? Yeah. When you see that video? Well, first of all. Before before I, I, I tell you what I think, do you know why he did it? Do you know the story behind it? I mean, what I'm hearing is like I guess the the other team, I don't know what team they was playing. I don't got it in front of me. Wisconsin. I guess they had certain Wisconsin or something. Um they had a certain amount of time left on the shot clock. I think they had like maybe four seconds or five seconds on the shot clock. And um, I think he 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 called a timeout, which gave him like ten seconds. I didn't understand that, or more. It gave him more time. You feel me? And Jawan Howard's looking at it like you cheating, like you doing some sucker shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like, why would you do some shit like that? You feel what I'm saying? But was and, it because they was blowing them out, and he just did that to get? Nah, to get nah, 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 nah. It was, it was not. Game. 
it was, it was a close game. And also um, that the, the other head coach put his hands on him. He touched yeah, Jawan I mean, Howard first. The head coach touched Jawan Howard, and Jawan Howard saying, "Don't touch me. Don't put your hands on me. Don't put your hands on me." And then you got the other coach. I don't know what the hell he's saying, but he's selling out. Jawan Howard, like, what you think this shit's sweet? Like, then you don't know about <laughs> me, man. Punch him right in the face. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then they called caused a a melee between the players, the it team. It was a melee. That's that. like the perfect word to use. It was a melee. <laughs> it, was, it was it was not the it was not the malice in the palace yeah but it was it was it was a good size i know a lot of people gonna get suspended players i'm, I'm hopefully Jawan howard he don't lose his job um i, I don't like, that definitely be unfortunate if he does lose lose his job that's some bullshit he shouldn't he i don't think he should lose his job for something like that especially since dude put his hands on him first you know, because I, I clearly saw that part. I was like, yo, dude put his hands on Jawan Howard, dude. I mean, come on, man. Like, why would you do that? You know, Jawan Howard is, Jawan Howard to us is, is he's part of Heat royalty. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So come on, man. Like, like when I first saw it, but yeah, my first reaction when I saw it was like, yo, just like how I reacted in that text. <laughs> That's exactly how I reacted. I was just like, yo. Jawan Howard is gangsters, <laughs> you know, like, because I was like, damn, because he really just, when you're a coach, especially of a college team, you were supposed to have a certain type of restraint. etiquette, I guess you could say. Yeah, or restraint. You're not supposed <laughs> to show that side, especially not after a game where all the cameras are rolling or something like that, you know what I'm saying? Um, so for him to do that, First, it was respect, you know, <laughs> it's respect first off, because, you know, you didn't you didn't let somebody try to punk you and you felt like he was disrespected by what he did on, the, um, you know, basketball wise. And then he was coming at you, continuing to come at you when they was even trying to separate y'all. But you still found a way to swing and got that in there. You know, that that is, you know, normal Marcus talking. You know what I'm saying? But if you're talking to corporate Marcus, then corporate Marcus is going to be like, yeah, that's not a good look. That's not something that you do in front of like the cameras. This is not going to look good for your image. You know, this is going to be a kind of a, a, a stain on your career because people are going to be like, oh, you, you know, he probably has to go straight to the NBA now. He, I mean, if he gets fired, hopefully he doesn't because college teams are probably not going to take a risk on Jamal Howard seeing something like that. Um, but if they do F him, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> if, if, if they don't, I mean like hiring because of that, then, then F because, you know, uh, there's, there comes a point where you have to stand up on your own too, you know, and, and just let people know that you're not to be disrespected in any kind of way. Um, would I have done it? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? What I would, would I probably try to catch him somewhere slipping? Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I think my conscious mind would always be like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Like maybe I would have pushed him. Maybe, maybe I would have pushed him or, you know, maybe got him in like a headlock. I don't know. But the swing is 
it's more like uh what's the word it's more uh they, they, they could charge you for that you know what i'm saying they could charge you for like battery or assault with something like that you know so that's the type of stuff i would stay away from because i wouldn't want to be in that situation so i mean overall well you know young teenage marcus was like yeah you know what i'm saying but like now corporate older marcus is like mm, probably should have thought that through a little bit you know uh, not a good look you know what i'm saying you, marcus, but yo marcus like think about it just Jawan howard multi-millionaire he already got money he don't need to work a day in his life he he works that job because he wants to work <laughs> you know what i mean not because he needs them you know what i mean so it's not a check it's not you know he just wants to develop these players you want to stay close to the game you know what i'm saying and, and, and sometimes it's easier to deal with younger individuals i mean i mean he was on the coaching staff for the heat so i mean he's obviously um has a a, a history of coaching you know um we may have gave him his first start but he got he got that history um and, and, and um you look at the situation I would have done the same thing if I was him. Forget being corporate Marcus or corporate West. I'm a multi-millionaire. And like, if I get locked up, it don't matter. Wow. I'm going to bond out tomorrow. I got $70 million in the bank. Right. Who cares if I get fired? Now, if I'm like me and you now, well, we don't got a million dollars in, <laughs> in our account right now. Then I'm going to be the corporate West. Corporate West going to be like, uh, yeah, turn the other cheek, this, that, and the other. I'm not going to catch them um, around the way. Why? Because like I'm black, the other individuals, Caucasian, most likely he's going to press charges and they're not going to listen to me and it's going to be something else. So for me, um, I just will probably just leave it alone because it, it, normally when it comes to black individuals, it's not a positive thing when police are involved in whatever situation you got going on. You know, you got, I've seen certain things where the black individual called the police on, on called the police and they wind up getting shot. I called <laughs> you for help. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah. hey, I I I I I would have done the same thing. I, I really truly would have done the same thing with that money in the back of my mind, knowing that I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hear you. I didn't even really think about that aspect of it because I'm thinking about it for myself, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean, who cares? I got a championship ring. You know, everybody knows me for being part of the five five of Michigan. I came back to my alma mater to coach them and led them to the NCAA tournament. So, yeah, I mean, if he is suspended or fired or doesn't work a, a job again, he's good. Good. He's good. But there's he's always good. room in the Miami Heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know, we'll bring him back. You know, he'll bring him back. But, um, but yeah, that was that was an interesting turn of events. And you heard, you seeing Stephen A. Man saying that he he should be he should be fired. He should be let go. I don't even want to talk about that 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 guy. He he I, he, he like Oreo. I, mean, I just don't understand. <laughs> yes, like every any any time he has something to say about a black individual. He has nothing but negative things to say. A lot of times, you feel me? Like I, like I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I used to watch um, first take because of him. You feel me? Like early. I'm, I'm not yeah. talking about recent because I used to watch 
first take and I used to watch um um go on Mike Golick with Mike Greenberg yeah on, you know every morning before I go to college before I, everything you feel me and I used to watch the same shit over and over again <laughs> that's what they do on ESPN but regardless of the fact like I used to like him because he was thorough he was a hundred he was Shannon Sharp before Shannon Sharp as far as the only individual and the other guy that says raise the roof that passed away but he was the only one and now I'm like, yeah, that money done changed him. The money, like, he's always giving their opinion. It don't seem like his opinion no more. I know he could sell it like it's his opinion, but I've seen your history. You you normally don't move like this. Now you got a little money, and now you have this dance now. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It's kind of like individuals, you know, if you broke, you don't got no money. Or not even broke, don't got no money. Or if you're not rich, you're probably a Democrat. You know what I mean? If you're poor, if you if you if you're poor, or like um, not rich, you're a Democrat. If you're rich, you're most likely you're a Republican and more conservative. So I think now he's more conservative, and he's not speaking for us, even though he looks like us. He doesn't. He's not us. He's 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 out of the loop. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you. I mean, I, I actually kind of looked up to Stephen A because, you know, me coming up as a young black journalist, I'm like, damn, this guy, he came up the right way. You know, he did a radio show in New York and then he just, you know, he just kept building, building, building. And now he is where he is now. And I'm same way that, that you viewed him, I was like, man, he's real. I mean, sometimes he wouldn't even smile like at all because mm-hmm. he was so mad about what happened <laughs> you know he's like oh this this is just ridiculous I, I don't even know why i watched this like that's how he would respond to it and i was like yeah that's how i feel you know it, it, it connected with me and now yeah i totally agree with you, what you said it's now i mean that's not the same person that i i used to watch i mean like that's 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 a different person and i refuse to let that person be me <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i i want to make sure that i keep a, keep it 100 and if i'm not keeping it 100 i need one of y'all to tell me hey you're not keeping it 100 you know because i want to i want to be my genuine self because i mean i think that's why people appeal to me or people like these kids can talk to me because they feel like hey i connect with these dudes there's, there's five white journalists usually around me and i'm the one black guy usually so a lot of the times when i'm speaking to a kid i can see they're locking eyes with me or they're talking to me I know a lot of the times, you know, because I'm just talking to them regularly. Yeah, sometimes I got to put on a voice to just, you know, so the audience can relate to what I'm saying a little bit better. Um, but when I'm talking to them one on one, I'm just talking like this, you know. So, um, so yeah, um, totally agree with you, Stephen A. Man, you you just not that guy anymore. Uh, for me, you somehow somehow you you you're missing the mark and if and if and if i'm right with what i thought i saw where you think jawan howard should be fired come on man like maybe suspended i mean i think maybe i think actually he should be suspended you know what i'm saying but to be fired you know nah because the dude put his hands on him first you know what i'm saying the dude put his hands on him first and was aggressive to him first so there's no way he should lose his entire job. Exactly. But anyways, 
But um, that's all I got to say about that. Go Panthers. They still balling. Hopefully we get another ring in, in the fourth uh, sport here in South Florida. They still doing their thing. We're still going to keep watching them. Um, after that, um, there was a couple of fights this weekend. Uh, I know Chris was watching our boy Adesanya. You seen you seen it, Wes? Uh, I, I know you're not really into fighting, but like Adesanya, bro, he's like the black Bruce Lee, bro. <laughs> he is like the the way this dude moves. He switches stances all the time. He's just fluid, you know. And he's got power. He he just really crafty on the ground. He just he he's just a really fun fighter to watch. And he won again last weekend. And then our boy Derek Lewis got his ass knocked out. Unfortunately, man. <laughs> uh, Derek Lewis uh, has. I think the best, the most knockouts in UFC history. And he got knocked out. Uh, I think in the second round, was it Chris? I think it was the second round. Yeah, yeah it was the second round. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I thought this was going to be a fight that Derek Lewis kind of redeemed himself from the time before. Um, but it just, you know, it wasn't that, unfortunately, um, for him. So, so yeah, I mean, I feel like we missed another fight. Was there another fight the, the week before? Uh, I mean, the, the main fights was the ones that you talked about, the uh, Adesanya and, and uh, Robert Whitaker, and then uh, Derek Lewis getting knocked out by the, was he New Zealand or he's Australian? I think he's New Australian, Zealand. Australian, dude. And he fucking drinks beer out of people's shoes and shit. Yeah, I think that's weird. Yeah, it's just weird as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, but I'd assign you, bro. Wes, the next time you get a chance, I know it's tough with the baby and all of that, especially since these fights start at like 12 30, 1 o'clock sometimes. Um, but yeah, try try to watch an I'd assign your fight. Um, right. crafty, bro. He's just he's just really fun to watch. He's like the black roof sleep, straight up. Man, I'll be tired as hell, man. By the time I don't wind up touching that bed, boy. About five, ten minutes later, I'll be gone. You feel me? Like, you know, he he's starting to be a little bit more active now. So all those little power naps that you used to get when you at home, gone. You know what I'm saying? If it's not him, it's Tyson. If it's not Tyson, it's him. If it's not him, I gotta work. If it's not work, somebody's <laughs> something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, but when 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 they do have those fights. You and Chris gotta put me on point. Be like, yo, there's a fight today because I ain't looking for yeah. it. I ain't checking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes Chris gotta do that with me too. He was like, yo, there's a fight now. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> we put it on. But yeah, next time we got you though. So we good. So we good. So good. That will conclude the Marvel Sports Podcast. Until next time.